Blog Talk Radio.
feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch. I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line. Another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, Soul L, Seeker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L, and this is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency. But we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. Correct information. Incorrectly applied can get you hurt So we're always looking to Correctly apply that correct information You know what it is And definitely going to start off by saying All thanks Honors, praises Due to the creator As well as the ancestors I want to say shout out, peace Big up, salute To my big brother Uncle Yusuf L High Frequency Radio Network, you know, created. Extraordinary, I say it every time, but, you know, ain't nobody knock the brother, man. I don't care what, I don't care. Private Science Solutions, SPC University. I mean, his track record speaks for itself. So, yo, peace, peace to, you know, peace to you, Sapel. I would like to welcome you. You check out welcome to thefoundation.com. Make sure you sign up for the email list. Check out that PDF section. Get your free learn on. Just download the stuff, run. Be out, peace. Check out the educational tab. You can find the passport notes for part one, part two, trust series, foundation trust series, part one and two. Just started uh, getting back and working on the part three. You know. 
it was difficult, you know, attempting to ascertain how I wanted to figure that out and how I wanted to, you know, just end it and, and, and finalize the whole joint, you know. But yeah, Trust Series Part 1, Part 2. Foundation, Trust Primer, all on that, you know, education spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. You can also check out the Instagram page, Twitter page, Facebook page. You can book a consultation. You can make a donation. All from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the archive listeners. I want to say peace to all the live callers, all the live listeners as well, all the internet live listeners, internet archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, all y'all. Peace, man. How y'all doing? I trust y'all doing well. Peace to all the trustees in private trustee training. Very proud of y'all. As well as peace to all those investing in their private education. And finally, I want to say peace to anyone we have done business with in the private with. Anyone who sent an email, well wishes, current event, or otherwise, add it to the foundation, honey. Definitely want to say peace. Appreciate it. We're going to get started. We're going to jump straight into this. And blah, blah. I would like to welcome you back to the show. I'd like to welcome you for your, if it's your first time. Peace. This is The Foundation. I'm your host, So L. This is um, The Public is Locking Down. I didn't do part two because why not? Why would I, you know? I don't know. Sound of part two. But this is the new U.S. payment system. This may be something that's a little uh, nuanced, but it's very important. Very, very important. When I call Winnie, this sounds like, what? But of course. So let's jump into these current events real quick. First off, we're going to jump into CNBC.com. The Fed is expected to use a new pandemic era tool to fight a long running battle against low inflation. And y'all, y'all know, man. Inflation in the currency means there's more currency in the cir- circulation. The currency supply inflated. And thereby, because the currency supply, the amount of currency available, because there is more, it causes prices to increase. It costs more to get your goods and services. And they're saying inflation is a is a problem. The battle against low inflation. I mean, y'all got to check out the, the vernacular, the language of this stuff. Even before COVID-19, crushed the economy the Fed was worried about low inflation as working and I'm sorry was working on ways to let it run slightly hotter temporarily in order to avoid the trap of long term sluggish growth and weak pricing power Chairman Jerome Powell in a much anticipated speech Tomorrow is expected to discuss the Fed's policy framework and specifically how it will alter its posture 
on inflation. The Fed has had a 2% inflation target, but in the decades since the financial crisis, it has more often than not seen inflation fall below its target. The way the Fed is expected to meet its goal is to say it will have an average inflation target and Fed watchers said officials may provide a bad, I'm sorry, may provide a band for tolerable inflation levels above and below its current target of 2%. The Fed is expected to make that announcement at its September meeting and follows 9, 10 a.m. Eastern comments at the annual Jackson Hole symposium tomorrow could be a preview. Quote, the rates markets are anticipating the Fed is going to be dovish and willing to withstand inflation being higher for a longer period. End quote. This is Rick Reader, writer, writer, I tried, BlackRock Global Chief Investment Officer of Fixed Income. The Fed is not looking for spiking inflation, but some inflation in the economy provides pricing power and drives both profits and wage gains. Is that true? How are you gaining in wages if, I mean, sure, it's nominal gains, right? Okay. If you're getting $10, but now you're getting $13 an hour. But how does that really help you if bread was $1 and when you were getting $10 and you're getting $13 and now bread is $2? If, if, all, if everything is inflating prices as well as wages, how does that help? I don't, I don't understand. Maybe I need to do some more research with regards to monetary policy. I don't know. Fed is taking extraordinary actions to fight the impact of uh, the pandemic. It has vowed to keep rates at zero for a long time. It also has provided more liquidity purchased assets and inserted itself in different markets to assure they run smoothly. The Fed already had been reviewing its policy framework and inflation was part of it. Even before the virus, Fed officials had said they would allow inflation to overshoot their 2% target, but they didn't formalize it. Quote, this is no longer running. This is no longer running than just COVID. If they had wrapped this up last year, Powell would have the signal this policy shift with rates above zero. End quote. This is John Hill, senior, senior excuse me, fixed income strategy At BMO, quote, since we're already at zero, it means we'll be at zero even longer, and the central bank is going to be even more aggressive about trying to meet its inflation mandate. In the past, they preemptively hiked to get ahead of inflation pressures, but they shifted to, but what they've shifted to is actually waiting until they get sustained inflation.
That was CNBC.com. The Fed is expected to use a new pandemic-era tool to fight a long-running battle against low inflation. I, I suggest you check it out at the very least. Next up, Reuters. Framework review complete. Fed Powell starts hard sell for higher inflation. So Reuters is pretty much talking about the same thing. Um, Powell, um, tomorrow, Fed Chair Jerome Powell begins what may be the tougher and most toughest task, convincing the public that the central bank can and will deliver in the wake of a pandemic that has arguably eroded trust in U.S. institutions and put a huge chunk of the labor force on the um, unemployment rolls. It is a hard sell and a confusing topic. The thrust involves telling Americans that higher inflation will be good for them in the long run. And analysts have already begun second-guessing whether a new Fed framework will fare any better than the current one in an environment where monetary policy may be nearing the limits of what it can do to help the economy. Quote, the situation is really perilous right now and there is little that monetary policy policymakers at this point have left in their arsenal end quote this is david wilcox former head of the fed's research division and now a senior fellow at the washington-based peterson institute for international economics this is this is this is what a lot of people are talking about you know tomorrow's going to we're going to see. Uh, I suggest you watch the market tomorrow. Just see whether the news was, you know, taken with um, positive energy or with negatives. Right on. Reuters.com, U.S. core capital goods orders rise, recovery uneven as COVID shifts spending. New orders for key U.S.-made capital goods increased in July, though the pace slowed from June's robust gain, suggesting the rebound in business investment would be gradual amid uncertainty about the course of the COVID pandemic. The report from the Commerce Department today showed an uneven recovery in investment as the pandemic Prices shift spending away from equipment used in the service industries, such as restaurants and bars, to purchases of goods like home electronics, quote, while orders are nearly back to their pre-pandemic levels. The slowing pace of gains suggests it will take a while for activity to fully recover, end quote. This is Lydia Boussoul, Boussour, Boussoul, Boussoul, I don't know, man. But she's a senior U.S. economist at Oxford Economics in New York. Quote, we do not expect business investment to reach its pre-pandemic level before mid-2022. End quote. 2022. Remember that year, 2022. Wall Street Journal. Before making loans, some mortgage lenders ask... Do you really plan to pay this? So what's going on? Some mortgage lenders are asking customers taking out a mortgage to confirm they don't intend to seek forbearance. 
a movement to keep losses low during a crisis that has put millions of Americans on a shaky financial footing. The unusual requirement comes in the form of a new document included in many borrowers' closing paperwork. While the language varies, the forms generally tell borrowers that they won't be allowed to skip payments until the loans are backed by the government. Wall Street Journal, you can check that out. That's crazy. CNN, Bed Bath & Beyond is laying off 2,800 employees. Effective immediately as the troubled retailer tries to streamline its operations and shore up its finances amid <clears throat> the pandemic. The significant reduction of corporate employees and retail workers will help Bed Bath & Beyond save $150 million in annual pre-tax cost savings company said yesterday, as of February, the retailer had 55,000 employees. So the cuts amount to 5% of its total workforce. Last month, Bed Bath & Beyond announced it was permanently closing 200 stores starting later this year. Brick-and-mortar stores continue to struggle as people shift to shopping online. The company, which also operates Bye Bye Baby, Christmas Tree Shops, and Harmon Faces Values, has about 1,500 stores. Nearly 1,000 of those are Bed Bath & Beyond locations. Bang, bang. <clears throat> CNBC stock futures slip as Wall Street awaits speech from Fed's Powell. Futures contracts tied to the major U.S. stock indices slipped during overnight sessions today. So that's already, you know, the stock market closes, but there's overnight sessions. So this evening, as Wall Street turned its attention to an upcoming address from Federal Reserve's chairman, Jerome Powell. The Dow lost 23 points, S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 futures ticked lower, each pointing to flat opens. Thursday's trading is likely to be driven in large part by comments Fed Chair Jerome Powell, who is expected at 9.10 a.m. Eastern to introduce a new pandemic-era tool to combat the economic impact of the pandemic and foster inflation in the United States. But that annual symposium will be held virtually this year instead of the usual locale of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm telling you, this is this is this is what's popping right now. SEC gives more investors access to private equity <clears throat> hedge funds. First, the Securities Exchange Commission deemed more investors capable of navigating the opaque world of leveraged buyouts head funds, and startups, a decision likely to fuel further growth in loosely regulated private markets. Commissions voted 3-2 to two today to approve a proposal expanding its definition excuse me, of so-called accredited investors to include holders of an entry-level stockbroker's li- license, quote, knowledgeable employees, end quote, of non-public firms and others, it also opened the door 
to further broadening the category in other ways. <clears throat> Everybody is about to get into the stock market, and they're going to make it possible for everybody to get into the stock market because CNN Business is saying that stock set their fourth straight record. <clears throat> and I'll just leave it at that. CNN Business, once again, savers are struggling and probably will for years. Americans are nervous about their economic future so much so that they're willing to keep money in the bank and treasury bonds that earn pretty much nothing. The average interest rate generated by standard bank savings is just 0.1%, according to bank rate. Conservative investors trying to save by putting their cash in government bonds aren't faring much better. The yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury is hovering around 0.65%, not very far from record lows. Despite these puny interest rates, Americans have set aside $3.37 trillion in savings for that proverbial rainy day, according to figures from the government. The personal savings rate in the United States was a whopping 19% of disposable income in June. The savings rate is down from a peak 33% in April, but it's still substantially higher than the 7.1% savings rate at this time a year ago. Is there hope on the horizon for savers? Maybe. Inflation is finally showing signs of creeping back into the economy. If consumer prices continue to rise, then bond yields should, in theory, go up too. See how they're selling this thing? The central bank may need to enact more lending programs for struggling consumers and businesses. If Capitol Hill can't come to an agreement with the president soon on another financial aid package so consumers that have the wherewithal may need to keep investing in stocks, which have surged back to all-time highs for their retirement needs. Mutual fund giant Fidelity recently reported that the average IRA balance and average 401k balance for its customers each rose nearly 15% from the first quarter thanks to a market comeback. Yo, it's not a market comeback. It's all that stimulus that went to companies that bought their stock back, y'all. I'm telling you. Quote, we must look through the noise and focus on maintaining well-balanced investments over the long term. This is even more important when interest rates are so low around the world. End quote. This is Rupert Rucker, head of income solutions for Schroeders. I would say stay out of the stock market. If they're telling you to jump in, get out. Where are we at? Where are we at? I'm almost finished. We're going to jump into the show. I appreciate y'all. Um, CNBC, Powell said to deliver profoundly consequential speech. We already talked about that pretty much. Gold, CNBC, gains on stimulus bets. Powell's speech in focus. Gold jumped over 1% today as the dollar slipped on the eve of the speech from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. And as investors bet on further stimulus to mitigate the impact of the pandemic. Quote, the dollar is showing a little bit of weakness. They, investors, are trading on hopes and expectations. There's further stimulus to come. End quote. This is Jeffrey Christian, managing partner at CPM Group. Thanks for telling the truth. 
These fools are trading on hopes and expectations, which is basically dreams. Hopes and dreams, man. Hopes and dreams. It's crazy, but gold's up, y'all. And that's where we should be at. Okay, so check this out. CNBC.com. Facebook warns Apple's iOS 14 could shave more than 50% from audience network revenue. So check this out. Facebook today acknowledged that Apple's upcoming iOS 14 could lead to more than 50% drop in its audience network advertising business. So the business, the name of the business is Audience Network. Y'all don't know about this business. Yep, it's one of Facebook's businesses. Facebook had previously warned that iOS 14 could impact its advertising business, but the company's blog today outlines just how specific that impact could be. Facebook audience network allows mobile software developers advertisements targeted to users based on Facebook's data. Today, advertisers can use a unique device identification number called the IDSA to better target ads and estimate their effectiveness. In iOS 14, each app that wants to use these identifiers will ask users to opt in to tracking When the app is first launched, Facebook said its app will not collect IDFA information on iOS, excuse me, on iOS 14. Facebook says more than 1 billion people see at least one audience network ad every month, although many of those are probably using Android phones and will not be affected by the change. Facebook derives nearly all of its revenue from advertising, but it's not known what percentage is attributable to the audience network company versus ads on Facebook and other properties. Quote, we know this may severely impact publishers' ability to monetize through audience network and despite our best efforts, may render audience network so ineffective that it may not make sense to offer it in the future. Facebook said in a blog post, while it's difficult to continue, I'm sorry, it's difficult to quantify the impact to publishers and developers at this point with so many unknowns in testing. We've seen more than 50% drop in audience network publisher revenue when personalization was removed from mobile ad install campaigns. In reality, the impact to audience network Maybe much more. So we are working on short and long-term strategies to support publishers through these changes. <clears throat> Y'all know that they they be giving they be getting unique identifiers out your, out your phone. Most people don't ain't tripping. <clears throat> I am. That's why I'm telling y'all. That's it for current events, y'all. Welcome to the foundation. Welcome to the foundation.com. How y'all doing? I trust y'all are doing well. This is the foundation. The public is locking down the new U.S. payment system. And <clears throat> this is important. So what I'm about to do is I'm about to get into this this um, new 
United States payment system It's called FedNow And we're going to talk about You know the implications As well as you know What, is, what does this mean you know, what, what, Really what's going on And I'm going to take my time Um I'm just going to make sure we get through this. We get through this correctly. <clears throat> we get through this right. and Everybody understands what's good, you know? So, Forbes.com. Fed now aimed at transforming the U.S. payment system approved by the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve. Okay? August, on August 6th, during a webinar, Federal, Federal Reserve payment mavens spoke about the latest developments in FedNow, launched in 2013 to collaboratively explore the speed, safety, and efficiency of the payments system in the United States. FedNow has taken seven years to crystallize into a form approved by the Board of Governors after digesting public comments. The Federal Bank of the United States, believe it or not, has a decentralized governance structure with 12 reserve banks in different parts of the country overseen by a board of governors that reports to the Congress. Although the Fed does not have complete and unbridled or plenary authority over the regulation and supervision of the payment system, by working on an operational core of the national payment structure, the Fed aims at boosting fundamental improvements in the nation's payments system. Of course, an efficient, innovative, and instant payment system is crucial in the Fed's broader mission of providing the public with a safe, effective, and modern financial system. FedNow, it's a 24-7 instant payments system. If FedNow were operational, would stimulus checks have reached its recipients faster? Paper checks and associated costs may become a thing of the past. Oh my God, this is this is wow, fam. FedNow will be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every day of the year. Is this Forbes or is this uh, an advertisement? It might be both. The current system, FedWire, closes a few hours every day. Um, I'm sorry, every weekday, depending on the payment type. It also closes on weekends and holidays. FedWire security services have even more constrained operating hours. This is especially important for operating global payment infrastructure, not bound by local holidays and local time. FedNow will be real-time gross settlement, or RTGS, system. Through this core infrastructure, ordinary people and small businesses will be able to do near real-time payments. Yay! Today, this is possibly... I'm sorry, this is possible only using cash. Cash needs physical presence and is not suitable for for today's online commerce. Like real-time gross settlement systems, FedNow will use reserve bank accounts of participating banks to effect the transfer. The main innovation is content and speed of messages that flow from one bank to another, resulting in instant payments from one customer to another 
check this out. This is how they're going to sell it to people. Get ready. If rent is due on the first of the month and your monthly pay takes a week to get to your bank account, then the first week of the month could be a stressful time for you, especially if you do not have a cushion. Instant payments will all help in some crisis where there is a need to move money quickly and access funds fast. Small businesses and other firms with cash flow constraints will have access to funds more rapidly in normal times and in time of stress. Ooh, liquidity. One of the side effects of gross settlement is increased liquidity demand due to the fact that some debits may hit the reserve account much before the credits. In fact, the liquidity needs a gross settlement system for banks who sit in the heart of the financial system can be as much as 100 times needed in this net settlement system. A liquidity management tool, which is a part of FedNow Core, is meant to support each other using credit provided by banks with reserve accounts, Federal Reserve. The Fed will also support this with intraday credit windows. Retail. FedNow is a retail system. Yay. The dollar cap for transfer through this system is $25,000, a cap that could be reexamined as the system is deployed and matures. Another feature that is being looked at is an alias system. That is a way to send money using an email or a phone number. This would be a directory managed by the system that translates the alias to an account number in a specific bank. A centralized directory is a huge undertaking. This is a challenge that cannot be undertaken lightly. FedNow has punted on the requirement, promising the work um, to work on it after the initial deployment. Since FedNow needs an existing bank account to operate for the sender and the receiver, it cannot be said to help the unbank or the underbank. At this time, the alias service can operate at the edges, but only a system that can stitch together the senders. Look, check this out. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna jump out this Fed. We gonna go straight to straight to the to the blah blah. So, FedNow. Service mark, service, Fed now service is what they're calling it. Uh, get ready for instant payments, exclamation mark. Whether your organization is already on the instant payment path or just starting to plan your journey, we want to help you and your customers get ready for this exciting new change in payments. I don't think I'm playing. I ain't playing. This is this is what's going down. Um, where, where was I at? Where were we at? Um, how can faster payments benefit me? This is Fed now. Consumers and businesses are moving toward technologically advanced payment practices that better align with their ever-evolving wants and needs. Is that is that true? Is that a fact? The pandemic and associated economic downturn has resulted in a rapid increase in faster payments use as Discussed in a recent mobile payments um, article that was featured by the Fed and a growing demand for certain type of faster payments called instant payments. This article explains how individuals, businesses, and the financial institutions might benefit from adopting faster payments, including instant payments, for a variety of transactions. Why the interest in faster payments? Faster payments have a number of characteristics that make them attractive in the digital digital economy. Oh, really? For one, 
They leverage technology within mobile apps or online financial bill payment services websites that allow end users to make payments without physical interaction. A plus during a pandemic. Yo, this is the digital currency, man. This is the um oh, this is this is what they're gonna use for those coins, those USD coins. This is the system they're gonna look, I'm just gonna keep reading. These payments typically take only seconds to complete. Some also have the extra convenience that money can be sent without knowing the recipient's account details. Finally, faster payments make the funds available to the recipient almost immediately, a good option for managing cash flow and making time-sensitive payments. Individuals, consumers can benefit from the flexibility that faster payments offer, such as the ability to complete last-minute or emergency payments. With this capability, consumers can avoid late fees. Oh, you can avoid late fees. The risk of account overdrafts. Oh, I can avoid that. How can if you poor? How can yo? Know, they're, they're trying to make it sound like if you have instant payments, you got more money, so you don't have to pay fees that you're already paying because you broke. Yo, this yo, look, wow, yo, the way they spend this, they got PR people putting this up. You got to understand PR though. Um, avoid late fees, risk of account overdrafts, and damage to credit scores. Is that right? Is am I gonna get more money because I'm signed up for this payment system? Additionally. Gig economy workers like rideshare drivers may be able to get paid immediately for work they perform that day. Having immediate access to funds means, among other things, a person is less likely to have to rely on short-term and often costly financing, like payday loans. Oh yeah, here are some of the other examples of scenarios for which faster payments are particularly useful. One, a homeowner could pay a mortgage on its due date, confident the payment met the deadline. Two, a folk art collector could buy art at a flea market without swiping a card, touching a pay pad. Three, diners who share a meal could instantly reimburse the person who paid the tab for their portion of the bill before they even leave the table. Four, a digital wallet user could quickly move funds stored in her digital wallet to her account at a financial institution and vice versa. Why would you want to put your cryptos in the bank, baby? Okay, businesses. Businesses can benefit from improved real-time money management and cash flow by using faster payments. Companies are also less likely to deal with the payment reversal due to insufficient funds. Because faster payments typically involve a, quote, credit push. That is, they require the payer to have sufficient funds in their account before the payer can make the payment. And they are final. That is, the payee is assured of receiving the funds. Here are some examples of the scenarios for which faster payments are particularly useful for businesses. Number one, small merchants who accept faster payments can receive the funds from these sales immediately, increasing cash on hand and potentially reducing the need for costly loans. Two, a building contractor can more quickly obtain, obtain needed materials by instantly paying suppliers that require payment in advance of shipment. This is ridiculous. Three, a utility company can send customers requests for payment and receive the funds immediately once the company, I mean, I'm sorry, once the customer authorizes the payment because the responding payment can be linked to the original request, account reconciliation, can be automated aside from significant savings from reducing manual processing 
This improves customer experience, enabling faster posting of the payment. Financial institutions, by offering faster payments, financial institutions can stay competitive by better serving their individual and business customers who increasingly want advanced digital banking services. Offering an integrated faster payment option gives customers a more comprehensive set of services and might help attract new customers. (laughs) Financial institutions also may be able to shift customers away from check and cash payment offerings, which tend to be manual, time-consuming, and expensive to support. So you got to read the whole thing to see what they're talking about for really, for really, for really. There are many opportunities for financial institutions to create value for the customers by supporting an array of instant or other faster payment capabilities. These can drive revenue and customer retention, as well as reduced costs. Smiley face. Happy face. The FedNow service is a new instant payment service that the Federal Reserve Banks are developing to enable financial institutions of every size and in every community across the United States to provide safe and efficient instant payment services in real time, around the clock, every day of the year. Through financial institutions participating in the FedNow service, businesses and individuals will be able to send and receive instant payments conveniently, and recipients will have full access to funds within seconds, giving them greater flexibility to manage their money and make time-sensitive payments. Consistent with the Federal Reserve's historical role of providing payment services alongside private sector providers, I guess that historical role to provide payment services would be the Federal Reserve note. Otherwise, what? FedNow service will provide choice in the market for clearing and settling instant payments as well as promote resiliency through redundancy. Financial institutions and their service providers will be able to use the service as a springboard to provide innovative instant payment services to customers. We will update you as we have more information about this new service. Uh, Remember I said, remember that year 2022? Implementing the FedNow service in an efficient and safe manner remains a high priority for the Federal Reserve. While the target release date remains 2023 or 2024, we intend to announce specific launch timing once we complete additional development work. The FedNow service will be deployed in phases so that the initial service can be launched expeditiously with additional features and enhancements released in stages after the initial launch. This Phased approach will allow for adjustments and improvements in response to industry needs or changes in technology. Federal Reserve reached a milestone in the development of the FedNow service with the August 6, 2020 announcement of the service's features and functionality. Industry feedback and in-depth analysis, including over 180 comment letters, in response to the August 2019 Federal Register Notice helped drive the FedNow service features and design. The initial FedNow service launch will include core clearing and settlement capabilities to support a range of transactions, types, and use cases. Use of the widely accepted ISO 222 standard and 
other industry best practices to support interoperability, features that will support flexible adoption, including support for the use of service providers, and correspondence, and an option to enroll as a receive-only participant. And see, this is what I wanted to talk about, this receive-only participant. Like this next stimulus, um, look, I really feel like this is why they're holding back this next stimulus for people. Because I feel like this next stimulus, they're going to be like, oh, so many checks were returned. So many people didn't get their money. So if you sign up for the Fed now, receive only account, you'll, that's how you'll get your stimulus. We just have to verify your identity, and boom, you're in the system, baby. This is it. I feel like I'm for real, yo. I'm for real, yo. Y'all got to check this out, man. Y'all have to check out this Fed now. You got to go and read this stuff. Like, I'm, I'm not playing. I'm, I don't, yo, yo, this is real. Wow. Receive only participants. Value added features, including requests for payment capability and tools to support participants in their handling of payment inquiries, reconcilements, and certain exceptions. Features to enhance experience for financial institutions by broadcasting participant availability to support the transaction to 24-7, 365 operations, a user interface to support data needs and this, the ability to have access to balance information on weekends. Features to support payment integrity and data security and tools to help financial institutions combat fraud such as transaction value limit and reporting features. A liquidity management tool that will allow participants and other transport other to support the liquidity needs of instant payments. After initial service launch, we hope to offer additional features related to fraud prevention, error resolution, and case management. We will continue to explore other features, including potential support for person-to-person payments that use the alias of the receiver. They were talking about this earlier. So it's going to, oh, it's private. It ain't private. The Fed got all your stuff, man. Ongoing engagement with the industry, including the pilot program, will play a role in our implementation plans. Wow, fam. I'm not I'm not finished yet. Uh where we at? The Fed now service will be available to depository institutions in the United States and will enable individuals and businesses to send instant payments through their depository institution accounts. The service is intended to be flexible Neutral platform that supports a broad variety of instant payments. At the most fundamental level, the service will will provide interbank clearing and settlement settlement, excuse me, that enables funds to be transferred transferred from the account of a sender to the account of a receiver in near real time at any time, any day of the year. Depository institutions and their service providers will be able to build on this fundamental capability to offer value-added services to their customers. The FedNow service will be designed to maintain uninterrupted 24-7, 365 processing with security features to support payment integrity and data security. The service will have a 24-hour business day each day of the week, including weekends and holidays. End-of-day balances will be reported on Federal Reserve accounting records, just so y'all know, for each participating depository institution on each FedNow service business, business day, access to intraday 
credit will be provided to participants in FedNow service during its business day under the same terms and conditions as for other Federal Reserve services. The FedNow service will provide liquidity, uh, I'm sorry, a liquidity management tool to support instant payment services. The tool will enable participants in the FedNow service to transfer funds to one another to support liquidity needs related to payment activity in the FedNow service. The tool will also support participants in a private sector instant payment service backed by a joint account at a reserve by enabling transfers between the master accounts of participants at a joint account. I hope you caught that. I'm going to say it again. This tool will also support participants in a private sector instant payment service backed by a joint account at a reserve bank by enabling transfers between the master accounts of participants and the joint account. The first release of the FedNow service will also include optional features, fraud, I'm sorry, fraud prevention tools, the ability to join initially as, once again, a receive-only participant, request for payment capability, and tools to support participants in their handling of payment inquiries. The FedNow service will be released in phases and additional features and service enhancements will be introduced over time. I bet you with those um, additional features and service enhancements, they're going to be charging for this stuff. This is how they're going to go. Once they get people set up with this stuff, I feel like if they haven't already, this is how they're going to hit with negative interest rates. And be like, if you, you know, if you have more than this amount in your account, um, in a 30-day period or something, you got to pay this fee for for the ledger or some watch. Just watch other aspects of the service, such as fee structures. Oh my God, I was just talking about this. And governing terms will be announced prior to launch of the service. So there it is, fee structures. And you know, of course, they you'd be talking about fee structures for member banks. And um, I feel as though there's not going to be any type of fee structure for individuals and businesses because that's going to incentivize individuals and businesses signing up for this stuff. And I would not be surprised if in order to get the next stimulus, your your business and or you as an individual, quote, individual, would have to be signed up for some type of um, phase of this service. The target release date is 2023 or 2024 as development of the FedNow services progresses. Additional details will be available through established reserve bank channels, including more specific timing and implementation information for depository institutions. And I'm I'm, I'm on the federalreserve.gov website, man. This is where I'm reading all this stuff from. Um, and then we got the speech by Governor Brainerd on the future of retail payments in the United States. All right, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Of course not. But here we go. The urgency with what the emergency payments were spent. That's how about the, um, the stimulus, $1,200. Um, the urgency with which the emergency payments were spent underscores the importance of rapid access to funds for many households and businesses that face cash flow constraints. The Federal Reserve, acting as fiscal agent for the United States Department of the Treasury, processed most of the CARES Act payments to households using direct deposit, prepaid debit cards, and checks which can take several days between the time the funds are sent and 
the time recipients get access to their funds. By contrast, the ability to disperse funds via instant payments could have helped reduce the strain for those who needed the funds quickly in order to meet financial obligations. Y'all see the swerve? Y'all see this curve? I know, I know. I was long-winded. I had to, I had to ring y'all all the way here. But I appreciate you, you know, you know what I'm saying, just rocking with me because, I, you know, I appreciate the trust. The same is true for other payments intended to provide immediate assistance, for example, in the wake of natural disasters. Look, if you're on welfare, food stamps, you're going to have to be signed up for this. I'm telling you, in good times as well as bad, instant payments will enable millions of American households and small businesses to get instant access to funds rather than waiting days for checks to clear. And instant payment infrastructure ensures the funds are available immediately, which could be especially important for households on fixed incomes or living paycheck to paycheck. Talking to you poor people, get on the bandwagon. If you're poor, this is for you. Come on, man, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. When waiting days for the funds to be available to pay a bill can mean overdraft fees or late fees that can compound or reliance on costly, costly, costly sources of credit. For small businesses, the ability to receive customer payments instantly could help them manage cash flow when working capital is tied up in materials or inventory. And for the one in 10 Americans who's regularly work in the gig economy, getting immediate access to the payment for their work could help address cash flow constraints when money is tight. Now, they just try to hit all of working class America right there, even gig economy workers like, you know, Uber and Lyft drivers and stuff. That that was a wide uh, net that was just cast right there, y'all. I just, I hope you see the curve. FedNow service consumers and businesses across the country want and expect instant payments. The Federal Reserve is uniquely positioned to build an instant payment infrastructure. Given our long history of operating payment systems to promote a safe, efficient, and broadly accessible payment infrastructure, I want to do that off, operate the SWIFT payment system. The decision to build an instant payment infrastructure reflected support from a broad set of stakeholders, including the vast majority of over 400 commenters that responded to the board's 2018 notice, as well as the United States Treasury. Our public mission in providing payment services is built on the proposition that all banks and the, the communities they serve, no matter their size or geographic location, should have equitable access to the United States payment system through the direct connections that we have with more than 10,000 banks, the FedNow service will be broadly accessible to banks and the communities they serve across the country. The FedNow service will not only expand, but also strengthen the U.S. payment infrastructure by operating alongside the private sector instant payment service. They're talking about uh, MasterCard, Visa, Discover, that's what they're talking about. Um, and the, the Clearinghouse's um, network, RTP network. As they do for other payment services, many banks may choose to maintain access to more than one instant payment service to attain resiliency through redundancy. Moreover, the Federal Reserve has always had a vital role in the payment system by providing liquidity and operational continuity in times of stress, and the FedNow service will extend this role directly into the instant payment market. Look, so look, is there going to be a FedNow card? You're gonna get. I'm like, I got my Visa card, I got my uh, my Mastercard, I got my FedNow card. Yo, did you apply for your Fed card? Yeah, the Fed card. They gave me 80 G's credit limit. <laughs> Man, the Fed the, the Fed is giving out the best credit limits, yo. 
Yo. Oh, man. First year progress. Since last August, the Federal Reserve has made substantial strides in developing the Fed now service, including on the evaluation of prototypes of the core clearing and settlement functionality. Since we initiated the FedNow service one year ago, we have been meeting our project milestones, and today I'm pleased to announce the Federal Reserve Board has approved the core, fe- I'm sorry, the core features and functionality based on extensive input from stakeholders. The FedNow service design we are announcing today benefited tremendously from industry feedback. Let me highlight several key features in the initial service offering. First, we are a strong support from for fraud tools within the FedNow services support banks' efforts to mitigate the risk of fraud with instant payments. Accordingly, upon implementation, banks will be able to proactively set parameters that limit transaction activity in the FedNow service based on banks' knowledge of their own customers. I'm going to say that again. Banks will be able to proactively set parameters that limit transaction activity in the FedNow service bank based on the bank's knowledge of the customers. So the bank is going to be like, oh, we know you, fam. We know you only, you know what? We're going to limit your transactions to, you know what I'm saying? We can only do 5000 in the FedNow service every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you. We got you. We're going we're gonna to just throw that limit on them. Second, banks told us they want to be able to ensure that they have adequate funds in their Federal Reserve accounts on a 24-7, 365 basis to cover outflows related to instant payments. So the, so the bank is like, banks are like, we want to be connected to the Fed in these Fed accounts 24-7, 365 if our customers are going to be making instant payments 24-7, 365. We don't want to be allowing the customers to be making instant payments, but we got to wait um, to settle the payments the next day or after the weekend. Well, boom. They let that, they made that happen too. Particip- participants in a private sector instant payment service will be able to use the tool to transfer funds from their Federal Reserve accounts to the joint account at a reserve bank that backs settlement in, in that service. So, you know, MasterCard, so on and so forth. Third, it will be important for the FedNow service to be interoperable with the private sector instant payment service to accomplish the goal of nationwide reach for instant payments. So the USD coin, you're going to be able to spend your USD coin on FedNow service at at your local post office, at your local um, computer store, at your local grocer. I'm telling you, if you get government assistance, this is how you're going to get it. There's, there's going to be no other way. It, they might have it ready for the stimulus. I wouldn't be surprised. Then states, we're going to have states that require, you know, maybe maybe um, property owners to accept Fed now from their renters. This is big. I think this is big, y'all. I really do. I think this is something that needs to be brought to your attention. Um, you know, last week I, we did. I did the show on you know the USD coin, the United States cryptocurrency. United States has a cryptocurrency, y'all, and it's gonna be. They're gonna have a. You know, I don't know if it's gonna be on par with the dollar. How they're gonna do it? But this is this is the Fed now service 
is how they're going to do the, their cryptocurrency instant payment system. So you're going to walk into a business, they accept, they're going to accept cash and watch, watch, watch me. In the next five years or so, cash is going to be phased out. Maybe even less. They might do it sooner talking about viruses on the cash and stuff and spreading viruses. Who knows? But cash is going to get phased out. Watch, watch for cash is in five years. How many stores accept cash in five years in the United States? You know what I'm saying? You're going to walk in the store. They accept cash. We accept cash, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and FedNow. Please believe me. Everywhere. It will be important for the FedNow service to be interoperable with the private sector instant payment service. Interoperable. They're going to swipe your FedNow card on the same swiper that they swipe your Visa credit card. It's going to be interoperable. The form and timeline for achieving interoperability will depend on the level of commitment and engagement from stakeholders across the industry, including the operators of other instant payment settlement services, both present and future. In part, to facilitate interoperability, the FedNow service design will use the widely accepted ISO 222 message standards and other industry best practices. To the extent other instant payment services fully adopt the same publicly available widely accepted standards, this approach would enable a form of interoperability where banks can route payments through either the FedNow service or other instant payment services based on the available path to the receiver. This is similar to the prevailing approach in payment card transactions for instant. We're also open to collaborating on a form of interoperability where messages can be exchanged between the FedNow service and private sector instant payment services operators. Visa, MasterCard, Discover, similar to the approach used in automated clearinghouse systems or ACH. Implementing this approach would significantly increase the required level of commitment and active engagement of the private sector instant payment service operator, Visa, Discover, MasterCard. And I mean, that, what would they say? They would just be like, okay, Visa, Discover, MasterCard. If you're not trying to play ball with FedNow service, what we're going to do is we're just going to put a, a, a fee, a tax, a penalty on all um, payment processors that operate in the United States that don't except fed now you have to pay a fee because you're you're running federal reserve notes debits and credits through your through your system but you won't run our fed now debits and credits instant payments through our through your system they're just going to put a penalty on it yo y'all need to check this out man it's called fed now they got they got branding they got logos for this stuff it'll make you sick to your stomach it will make you absolutely sick to your stomach. I want y'all to get ahead of it before other, um, you know, talking heads or whatever on these news channels try to, like, sprinkle you with a, a scenario that this is all good and this is what's going to be beneficial to people and so on and so forth. The bottom line is, the absolute bottom line is, 100%. And we're just going to get to this right now. Fed now puts the Federal Reserve and the IRS in all of your business transactions. You know, the Federal, the Federal Reserve is fiscal agent 
for the United States Treasury and the IRS is the accounting arm for the Federal Reserve and they account for all the Federal Reserve notes. So the Fed now is going to put the Federal Reserve and the IRS in all your business transactions, all of them, every single one of them, all of them at risk. This ain't private at all. Fed now will likely be the underlying system used by USD coin, the uh, you know the United States crypto, whatever. Fed now will allow for immediate implementation of monetary policy. They want to put some inflation on it. They want to throw something at your at, at your account. It's easy. If if you can do instant payments and receive instant payments, they can do instant implementation of policy. To your accounts Straight up Fed now Will allow for Immediate taxation Immediately They can take it right out Watch Keep on playing Fed now will allow for immediate inflation 100% immediate Next thing you know You wake up in the morning You still got 100 USD coins But the value of those hundred USD coins relative to other currency or other, you know, assets is lower because they just inflated the currency overnight. My bad. You would wake up instead of having a hundred USD coins, you wake up and say you have a hundred twenty USD coins. But if they inflate, if they inflate in the currency, they're inflating prices as well for goods and services. Um, Fed now will allow for immediate confiscation, immediate confiscation of wealth. Any wealth that's held in this system, it, it can be immediate. If you can immediately make payments and you can immediately receive payments, you can, your 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 wealth can be immediately confiscated. I'm going to say it again. Fed now will allow for immediate taxation. LLCs and, and corporations are governed by the state. Individuals are governed by the state. So any LLC account, any corporate account, any individual account, these are, you know, these, these, these persons are subject to statutory law. So therefore, anything that these persons own is subject to statutory law, thus statutory legi- legi- uh, regulation, legislation, regulation, both. If you don't know how to privately contract, if you don't know how to, to reduce, remove the dependency on these public systems, the government, so on and so forth, the public, period. Public entities, the individual, the LLC, all of these all of these things in the public. If you cannot reduce your your dependence and if just specifically, if you don't know how to privately contract, you ain't gonna make it through this transition. Everybody's excited for the wealth transfer, the wealth transfer, wealth transfer, yes. 
There's a wealth transfer, but there's other things going on too. A lot of things that aren't being spoken about, while other things are being really uh, instigated, I would say, hyper-focused on. And that's just what it is. You know, hyper-focused on things that may not be what we should be focusing on. But I'll say that if you don't know how to privately contract, execute contract, execute trust indentures, privately uh, title assets, if you don't know what real money is, if you don't know what real assets are, if you don't know the difference between an asset and liability, if you don't know the difference between currency and money, If you lack proper private education, and especially, especially, think about how this, you know, think about if someone, if, if, if someone passes away and they got all types of money in their Fed Reserve account, Fed Now account, you know, you know, probate is not even an issue. Privacy and rights are being eroded steadily and steadily. And maybe that doesn't mean anything to you. But to me, it does. And if you're not properly structured, ready, set up for this, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a serious problem. Because you can execute a trust indenture. And according to the trust contract, the trust can be responsible for food, clothing, shelter, education, healthcare, retirement services so that there's no need for you, the individual so-called individual, to have a FedNow account it's real, it's real you, you gotta get private, you gotta get private ASAP if you're messing around, if you're playing around if, you, if you're just holding off, if you're just buying your time, if you're just you know, just one more, just a little longer. You need to quit playing. This stuff is moving fast now. Now it's moving fast. And those of you who, you know, I believe that there's going to be a time where you can set up your private trust estate, but it's going to be almost impossible to open a new trust account without being subject to these regulations and laws. Hey, check this out. We got about 60 seconds left in the broadcast. If you're listening online, you got to call in. The call in number is 563. I know, crazy, huh? 563 The other number doesn't work. After all these years, the, the, the other number doesn't work. So 563 563-999-3625. 563-999-3625 if you're listening online you got to call in otherwise you will be cut off so about 30 seconds left maybe about 20 seconds left <clears throat> so as I was saying I don't see this in any way shape or form being any type of game I don't see this in any way, shape, or form being something a uh, situation where, where, where we can continue to procrastinate. I don't see this in any way, shape, or form being a situation where 
the things that served us in the past are going to keep us warm and safe in the future. I've been on on High Frequency Radio Network as so L almost five years now. It's crazy now I think about it. I had to double check because I was about to say it real quick and then I, was, I, I second guessed myself. I was like, well, It's been almost five years I've been on high frequency. And pretty much, I would like to say and and to believe that I've stayed relatively consistent with the message of the foundation, which is we're looking to reestablish your foundational understanding of how to properly and effectively execute commerce from your private standpoint of your private estate dealing with this public beast always attempting to encroach on your private rights and regulate and tax and govern that's what it's all about With the individual With the corporation There's tax laws with regards to that Individual, you make money, you're an employee You get a job, you get checks The the, the tax is already Taken out the check Before you even get it Why? Because it's due to ignorance Because we don't know how to properly contract Through an entity that isn't The individual Through a business trust That's subject to different Reporting requirements And I know you say so There's no way I can get a job with a business trust That's true Trust cannot be employees Neither can corporations That means you gotta tap into your creator spirit Understand your creator spirit Nurture that creator spirit And create And the fruits of your labor Heavily reduction of taxes 100% control The entity never dies No probate, no death tax No inheritance tax No gift tax No generation skipping tax An entity that's not traded through legislation, so therefore it's not governed by legislation. Even if, as a trustee, executing a trust indenture, if the board of trustees determines that you know one of the entities we're going to have to set up. With the FedNow account, we can determine which types of transactions go through that FedNow account with the knowledge that that is 100% watched, tagged, and eavesdropped on. 
We own nothing, control everything. And as this future approaches, this old weird-looking stuff, I find comfort in the fact that I'm private. My family's private. This stuff is weird. I'm not looking forward to it. There's going to be people around me who didn't listen to me, family members and stuff who didn't listen to what I was saying. I'm not going to be able to help them, man. It's already happening. And a lot of people, you know, when stuff starts to happen, fear kicks in. And when you get fearful, you stop moving. Fear makes you freeze. So a lot of people are like, yo, I was going to do trustee trading. I was going to do this. I was going to invest in my, I was going to set up my estate. But, you know, the pandemic hit. And bloop, bloop, bloop. I think that is the most ridiculous reason as to not, I, I, I feel as though it should be the opposite. I feel as though what's going on right now and what has been transpiring in this year, 2020, would reinforce any inclining. Desire or draw to set up your private estate. And yeah, it's happening. It's happening. The trustees signing up. It's just not as, it's honestly not as many as I thought it would be. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's my over-enthusiasm. I, you know, I feel like everybody can do everything, you know. And I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to do that. But, you know, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You should definitely be in trustee training if you're not in trustee training. If you talked yourself out of it, you talked yourself into it. So you go to welcometothefoundation.com, sign up for the email list. Because every like two or three days, we send out the reminder. We got we got this um, offer going on until September 6th for, for, for everything that we offer here at the foundation. Trustee training, trust primer, trust series, passport, no social. But that offer is only being offered to those on the email list. So sign up to the email list. Just put your email in, www.welcometothefoundation.com. But other than that, if not now, when? For real, you know, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. A lot of things going on. A lot of things happening. And, you know, good things Good things are happening as well. Definitely good things are happening as well. But my, my concern is for y'all, you know. We good. You know, I'm good. My family's good. You know, I know trustees is good. 
a lot of trustees are good. But, you know, what separates us is not only knowledge, but application of said knowledge. And then the consistency and dedication that is necessary to see through the entirety with regards to application of that knowledge to effectuate a certain type of result that is required, necessary, or desired. really simple there's no other secret not bluffing people and try to keep the juice for myself it is what it is when I became a trustee of my private trust estate that's when my life changed it's when like the quality of my life changed because through that trusteeship you know um, a a lot of doors opened up for the family and I was able to, you know, get my hands on and implement other knowledge that, you know, was able to apply with the trust estate, the trust knowledge to further compound exponentially the results. And in just a mere two years, it's, it's like wow In a mere two years afterwards I was like wow And I've never looked back And I want the same for you So admin at Welcome to the foundation.com I don't want you to be scared Don't get scared so don't, Then you freeze You don't do anything You gotta keep moving Anything that stops moving on this earth Dies Think about it So fear and, and freezing That's all bad don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. But for real, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Time for you to get in trustee training. It really is. It really is. So, you know, with that being said, I uh, I'm not I'm not confident that this, you know, switchboard is even usable. I'll try it though. Let's try to take a caller. So two six seven zero zero eight one. Eric code two six seven zero zero eight one. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Cheese brothers. We didn't even hit the one. This is twice now, man. I don't know what's up with you, John. Man, you hear not... me? Yeah, I can hear you. That's, yeah, I, yo, dude, we we did not hit the one. Because right I'm looking at okay. I'm looking at this is my wife's phone. I'm looking at the joint and no button was pressed at all. I don't know. <laughs> the feds is watching. The, the look, feds is watching. Damn it, the feds is watching. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yo, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's got the little, it's got the little, got the icon right here. Like blah blah. Yeah. You in the call with you? That's like, yo, to, to my right hand to the creator. No button has been pressed on this jaw. Yo, the feds is on it, man. And then this is even crazier, brother. This is what's even crazier, though, right? The usual call-in number, it keeps giving that that, uh, that other number now, that 563 number now. 
They own you. They own you, yeah. man. They, you yeah, they're you, saying that it's like it's, it's too many. Like there's the, the free yeah. number. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what the number. Yeah, it's weird. Listen. The information you putting out, you stepping on toes, you pancaking toes right now, brother. We safe out here, man. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes. You muting out. You muting out. Hang up, yo. You muting, brother. <laughs> he said, I'm muting out. Hang up. Yo, be out of here. All right, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> that was an accident. I don't trust none of these other ones then. I don't trust none of these other ones. But I don't feel like any. And now it's not. Oh. Oh. All right, well, y'all, <laughs> I'm not even going to say, look, just, just keep positive. I appreciate y'all. You know, I really do. I do this for y'all. You know, I'm, I'm really I'm really hoping and trusting that y'all going to, you know, pick up what I'm putting down and, you know, you know <laughs> do that dance. Straight up. I feel like, you know, there's good things on the horizon. You know, things are, things are looking good depending on, you know, where you're sitting, where you're standing, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to help you, you know, get into that right spot. Depending on where you're at, you could be having a good time. You're in a different spot. It could be a bad time. And, you know, with what's going down, you got civil unrest, you got all types of stuff. Look, man, it's time to get our estate in order and our finances together, fam. And that way, it's one less thing to worry about. Plus, you ain't got to worry about your ancestors being all disappointed with you and stuff. It's less stress. Feels good. And, you know, it opens up a lot of opportunities. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all for checking out the show. I appreciate y'all. You know, for staying down for years and years and years and years. I appreciate y'all who check out the show, you know, trustees, those who just work hard and keep moving and, you know, just keep striving to be a better you, you know, and keep striving, you know, for a better day. I appreciate y'all. I really do, you know, and keep it up. As well as, you know, I appreciate and want to shout out those who, are making mistakes because you know public school taught us that we couldn't make mistakes it was bad to make mistakes but you know that's how we learn in life we learn by making mistakes so don't be afraid to make mistakes and anybody who you know wants to make you feel a certain way because you made mistakes you gotta you know really check out you know what hey what's up with this person Something to think about But you know You're valuable You're worth it You just gotta believe that And and make moves And be consistent And dedicated with those moves We have ups and downs You know But In this life You gotta go get it It's not brought to you So you know in that, in that vein, email admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. You know, I, I I wish you the best. I I will you the best. And you know, I know you got this. I know you got this. So you know, pay attention to this. You know, Fed now. I want want y'all to look into that. Fed now, USD coin.
Fed now. You think it's a coincidence? Turn on the news. What are they talking about? They are not talking about Fed now. And that means something. Y'all be easy. Y'all take care of yourself. Y'all enjoy yourself. I'll catch you next time, next week. Same spot, same time, same dance, pancaking. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Be safe. Be easy. Catch you next week, like I said, right here on the hottest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio Network. Peace. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.